Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean of the Philadelphia Inquirer here along with Zach Berman. Uh, we're here at uh, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa where the Eagles have just fallen to the Buccaneers 27-20. to They are now moved to 1-1. And Zach, it was a sloppy game for the Eagles, especially early on. Injuries, penalties. Nick Foles was in uh, performing very well, and the defense, of course, gave up two yeah. very long touchdowns. You know, what do they have to do better uh, to start that game against that? You know, going right to Sean Jackson. Well, the the thing about it is, and I, I wrote this in my story. They spent the whole week talking about eliminating big plays and getting an offensive rhythm. And so the first play of the game is a seventy-five yard touchdown, and the first drive is a three and out. The second drive, they have a second and forty. Uh, so they had no offensive rhythm, and they let the big plays. I wouldn't be too worried about it. I, I mean, what do they need to do? They're, they're not playing these types of receivers every week. I think the defense knows. Malcolm Jenkins made uh, a mistake on that play. He owned up to it. Um, he's He has a track record there. I wouldn't be too worried about the defense. And then the offense, they're going to look different when they get everyone back. Uh, clearly, they miss Alshon Jeffrey. I do think they miss Carson Wentz. Uh, they didn't have Mike Wallace today. It's 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 not the offense that this team's built around. If they look like this when Wentz and Jeffrey are here, that's a cause for concern. I really wouldn't be concerned after this game. Okay, well, the big news is that the Eagles expect, at least you know what we're being told, the, uh, the Eagles expect Carson Wentz to be back for next week. Mm-hmm. And Doug, my my expectation is that Doug will announce it probably tomorrow. He said, yeah, he he said he he'll, he should have an announcement. He Monday. should have, yeah, Monday, and if not, obviously Wednesday. Obviously, this changes everything. Uh, not everything, but it changes a lot for the team. Wentz is better than Foles, no doubt. And and I don't think Nick performed poorly in this game. You know, he let him back. But early on, you saw a bunch of mistakes. Now, again, they weren't all on Nick. He's playing without Alshon Jeffrey, Darren Sproles, and Jason Peters goes. And he gets sacked. A big V let up one um, there early on. Jay Jai's in and out of the lineup. But... Look, I mean, it's you know. Let's just look at Foles' performance. First off, would you think of would you think of it? And and then secondly, you know, what kind of impact do you think Carson will have when he returns? Yeah, the final numbers look look good uh, overall, though. Uh, I I don't think it, it was it was one of Foles' best games. I thought he played better than he did last week. Did not play as well as as I and as, as well as I expected him to play. The touchdown pass he had, the last one to Nelson Aguilar was a great throw and catch. I give him credit there. I don't think he did enough in the first half. Um, I think there were some throws that he didn't place the ball well enough. Yeah. I really want to go back and watch that fourth and four uh, to see where he put that on on Ertz. Um, he said that he curious. was okay with it. He did, although I, I, I asked Nick that question, and it seemed like Nick thought I was asking about going for it. As opposed to the play itself, yeah. Um, so you know, I felt like Ertz could have gotten that first down himself, though. I mean, I mean, you, you, I, th- I thought he did. He's got to break. Yeah. It. He's got to. He's got to be able to kind of get that extra yard. Now he stretched out for his knee was down. I mean, you can't kill him for it. Um, just like you can't kill Foles for some of the passes that he, you know, again, like there was an early one where he made Aiken stretch forwards. Another mm-hmm. one where he, the screen they had set up and, yeah. and Clement had to go reach up for it. Um, you know, I think he probably should have picked up that eight-gap blitz where he was sacked. I know, sorry, where he he uh, fumbled the football. Mm-hmm. That's something he's got to recognize quicker. I mean, with Carson Wentz, one thing we saw a lot last year was his ability to check at the line and change and get the Eagles out of a bad play versus defense that he sees pre-snap into a better play. And Nick just doesn't do that. It's not part of his game. No, no, no. You're right, but I I just wouldn't make like 
I I would just caution Eagles fans not to turn Wentz into like this. He's not Superman. This mythical and, figure. And, and, and that's Zach Ertz, Ertz exactly yeah. what he said after the game. Yeah. And, and look, I mean, you know, and Jason Peters said this as well. He says we don't know how he's going to come back from that knee. Yeah, exactly. So so that's the only I I, I agree with you. Wentz is better than Foles. Wentz can do things that few people in this world can. I just don't think that it should be viewed like, all right, once is back, the Eagles are going to look like they did last October because it, 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 it's going to take some time. Okay, but you just started off by saying that you felt like the, the team doesn't have much to worry about. No, I, I don't think. I think big picture they don't have much They're a good about. team. I think they're a good team. I think if things go you know, their way a little bit better, they're, they're winning. My thing is, like, I don't think the Bucks are that good. Offensively, I think they are. Yeah, I, I mean, this is line, two really good teams. That offensive line is, is kind of suspect. This and is two good teams. And Eagles could not get though. pressure on Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I, I mean, two you can Fletcher Cox. But, but let me ask you this, because I, I was thinking about it. At, um, I had more concern about the Eagles leaving Kansas City after week two last year than I do leaving Tampa Bay this year. You know what? I didn't. Interesting. Because okay. I thought they, they hung with the Chiefs. Like, in the, that was a good Chiefs team. Yeah, but they couldn't run the ball. The remember they, yeah. Yeah, I thought I came away thinking I came away thinking the same uh, the opposite. I thought they okay. were a pretty good team. I was actually I thought they I gained I felt better about them off the Kansas City game than I did at the Washington game the week before. I think I remember saying that. Okay, okay, because I remember saying, "Well, this running game's gonna be a problem." I, I, I said that. Yeah, but Kansas I thought that City was more because Doug had gotten away with it. Gotten away from. I didn't know that they had the personnel, you know, and then Blunt yeah. came back and he played outstanding. But my point is, is, is that. I don't leave here thinking like, "Ooh, this team's in trouble." No, I still I, think no. Yeah. They're they're a playoff team. But and, it's gonna be hard to obviously win every game. I mean, that wasn't gonna happen this season. No, but like the the defense is better than they played today. I know that, and their home road their home road splits have indicated that. Um, I I wouldn't be concerned about the defense, and again, the offense. I'll judge them when they have the full offense. All right, well, let's look, let's let's look specifically at both units real quickly. Okay, okay. So I think the bright spots of the, of the defense were Fletcher Cox. Again, as always, yeah, as always. Uh, you know, I thought Rodney McLeod again had a solid game. Mm-hmm. I thought Darby did fine, except for that that tackle attempt on the OJ Howard seventy five yard touchdown. And that's a huge play. That's yeah. a huge play. Jalen Mills really struggled. Now Mike Evans is a good receiver. He's going to beat you a lot. Now he didn't give up much over top, but he just kept. There were big passes that he was mm-hmm. getting. You know, and then again there was a big third down on that last drive when Deshaun got him. Yep. You know. Look, I, I don't worry a lot about Jalen in terms of his mindset. He's going to come back. He's going to battle. But, you know, these are – the corners are guys that you can pick on. So – and then I think the other issue is, again, I, I agree with you. You know, look at the, the full um, – you know, the full plate when it comes to the defensive line. They're going to get pressure more often yeah. than not. But they didn't in this game. No, you're you're right about that. And I think the one thing about the defense that we shouldn't be viewed that, – that shouldn't be viewed as a given – is that they're going to have this dominant defensive line. They're built that way, but the reality is they're older there. And guys like Michael Bennett and Brandon Graham need to really show it this I thought year. I thought Brandon Bennett was the best of the four. But Graham four defensive ends. Of the four defensive okay, ends. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah no, 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 Cox. Put okay. Cox aside. Um, I think Chris Long's played well this year. He um, did in the first yeah. game. He didn't do anything tonight. Yeah, he he had one rush that that jumped out to me when I watched. Barnett it. Barnett had some back. run stops, but he isn't getting Barnett, any pressure. Barnett hasn't been the player that I thought he's not he was getting be any pressure. The quarterback yeah. and BG to me is probably feeling the effects still of that of coming missing, back from that yeah. injury. We haven't seen him really get much pressure at all. Now, look, this is just one game. 
Um, but it's something to watch as we go forward here. The Colts offensive line historically has been bad. Mm-hmm. They should be able to get pressure on Andrew yeah, they, this week. Yeah, they addressed it this offseason, but still, they um, yeah, that's a game and Eagles playing at home. This defense, too, uh, I, I wrote this during the offseason, and I was thinking about it after the game. This defense is built to play with a lead, which they did most of the year last year. And they didn't play with the lead tonight. Um, and they, and they, didn't, they, they really didn't play with the lead much last week either. Uh, and, and, and so they're, they're built to be a front-running team. Um, and when the, offense, it, when the offense doesn't have firepower early in games, I think that's going – I really do think that's, that's, that's going to hurt the defense. Ryan Fitzpatrick completed 27 of 33 patches, passes for 402 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception that wasn't his fault. Are they just yeah. running into a hot quarterback, or is that is that the defense? But he did to the Saints last week on the road, you know. Yeah, but the and Eagles' defense is not supposed to be better than the Saints' defense. No, but but my point is, is that Fitzpatrick, yeah, he's a hot quarterback, and there's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I agree, but again, he did it to New Orleans. He he did it to the Eagles tonight, and 150 of those yards came on two plays. Um, and, you know, and look, the Eagles need to make those plays. I'm I'm not. I, I'm not defending the Eagles there. I just don't think – I'll, I'll put it this way. Uh, and perhaps this gets fans concerned. I don't think it should. This isn't a game that slipped out of the Eagles' grasp. They got outplayed today. Okay, Like they shouldn't have won this game based on the way the two teams played. Right. Uh, and, and so I, I think they'll could play be a better They shouldn't game. have won that first game too. A very they strong did. argument. A very yeah. strong argument. They're, they're still, they're, yeah, uh, yeah. There's like the rust of, of the cobwebs that they haven't been able to clear. Well, that's the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl hangover yeah, people yeah, talk about. Yeah, you wonder about yeah. it. There's Super Bowl hangover. Okay, the offensive side of the ball, um, you know, the run game, Ajayi going out early hurt them, certainly. Yeah. And you don't have Darren Sproles. And Corey Clement, who I He's think needs to, be, needs to be featured more on this offense, whether Sproles comes back or whatever, um, he need, him and Ajayi need to get the – you know the most touches I think at that running back position. I agree. But you're relegated to having Wendell Smallwood out there, who's fine. But I mean, how much is he going to be able to do nah, for he you? He doesn't make guys miss. Yeah. Yeah, and then on the, uh, at receiver, I mean, you're putting Kamari Aiken, Shelton Gibson. That's my point. And DeAndre yeah. Carter out there. Yeah, and Joshua Perkins. And Joshua Perkins, which is, is a total surprise that he's getting more snaps than Dallas Goddard, the Eagles' top draft pick. Now, look, he's still young, um, Goddard. That is. And the way Doug explained it, the game plan, and then I guess when they started to lose uh, Mike Wallace, I guess it changed personnel a little bit. And I guess in certain situations, Perkins is the more likely tight end to be in the slot than, well, say, got Dallas Goddard. It's, it's funny you say that because uh, Doug's answer just was confusing. When I was watching the game, the, the, the way I thought is that, okay, Josh Perkins is playing as an extra receiver. Right. He's a convert. He has a receiver background. He wasn't playing as an inline tight end, really. He was he was playing the slot, and that's really not how the Eagles used Goddard during the offseason. Yeah, but Goddard can do that. They liked him more in line, and in fact, I know, but when I was Goddard talking, can do that. Ertz can do that. Though. That's the thing you can. And so I I think how I was interpreting Doug was that if you if you play Goddard more there, you're not putting Goddard into that spot. You're probably putting Goddard into Ertz's spot, and Ertz is moving over, and you're moving two guys there. If you have Perkins, it's a one-for-one spot. Well, that, that was exactly what he explained. I yeah. mean, I think that was the explanation. But he, he didn't, he didn't, do, he didn't, do, he didn't yeah. do a good job of explaining yeah. it. But my thing is, like, you got to adjust the game plan and not have not have to rely on Joshua Perkins so much. Go with more two tight end sets. True, but but that goes back to Howie and Joe. It makes I mean, me wonder. Maybe makes me wonder what they think of Goddard. 
It's early. He's no, young. but that could, I mean, you're you're carrying Joshua Perkins on your 46 man game day roster. Um, you know that he wasn't he wasn't horrible. I mean, he had one drop and the uh, no, but this is like like the Eagles have a have a, a game day roster now that has Joshua Perkins, DeAndre Carter. Uh, I, I mean, Kamar Aiken. Kamar Aiken's a proven player in this league, but. But but this is what they've gone yeah, to the season I'm with, not an and and that's what the injuries have created here. And I I just think like it gets to be a talent issue. If if that's Alshon Jeffrey out there, it's a totally different story. Yeah yeah, Alshon's it's key. I mean, it ends up yeah. being that a torn rotator cuff injury that uh, was first reported in February has has kind of carried now over mm-hmm. into the season. And it's not as significant as not having Carson once, but certainly affecting the team. I mean, Zach Ertz had 11 catches for 94 yards. Nelson Aguilar had eight catches for 88 yards and a touchdown. Um, but you need that third piece in there, and, and that's Alshon. I actually thought that when I was looking at the numbers at the end, Corey Clement had five catches on six targets, I believe. Yeah, five uh, yards. That should have been more. There should have been more targets there. And he's not Alvin Kamara. We discussed it this week. But that's a way to attack that defense. And every time Corey Clement was getting the ball in space, I thought something good was happening. Absolutely, for the uh, Doug Peterson's uh, game, uh, you know, play calling, uh, some of the decisions you, he made. I guess are, they're, it's worth questioning. You and I disagreed. You yeah. and I disagreed on the fourth down call. Um, look, that's not the reason why they lost the game, as you mentioned. No, they got they got out they got outplayed. Um, but to me, I said it before mm-hmm. the one. I don't like I don't like it here. Um, you, you know, went with the, the, you know, went, went with the thinking that, you know, this is something that they do. They were on the opposite. They were on the Tampa 49, yeah. fourth and four. They needed a spark. Um, and I, I, I guess, I guess for, now yeah. Doug was asked about it afterwards. He, he didn't say the percentages didn't matter to him. He was just going for it. And that, that's his thing. I get it. You have to put up with, you know, some of the bad and most of the times it's good. My issue with, with it was that just the timing, it came so early in, in the second half and they were only down 13 at the time. It wasn't like the, this was like, you know, they, they, it wasn't like they couldn't move the ball. They moved the ball for a long drive for a touchdown in the first half. And the defense had proven that they really couldn't, they couldn't hold them. Um, What's the most likely outcome on a punt there, though? I mean, not the best outcome. The best outcome is you pin them inside their front. Well, front. the way Cameron What's Johnson's the punting the ball, they pin them inside the 10, and then they hold them and they get the ball back. Does he pin them, though? Like, the, like is he? Is he had three kicks inside the 20. He's a big leg, but 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 like where were those punts coming? I mean, from? the other one, there was one that was a touchback, but um, you know, Avante Maddox was just wasn't it dropped it on the line. I just think that, and I've said this before. I said it before the play. If if you're on the Buccaneers side of the field, okay. Uh, so if you're on the opponent's side of the field and it's fourth and manageable, so fourth and less than six, I'm going for it because I I, I think the the conversion rate is enough there. That there's more upside there than giving the ball. Yeah, my my issue with it is like this offense right now is in last year's offense, and like whereas I'd say yeah, okay, you do that with last year's offense. I don't think you, Carson Wentz a quarterback. I don't know if you can afford to do that with with the personnel they have. This it year. was it was what twenty to seven at that point. Yeah. Okay. And, and they went down, scored a touchdown, down, scored, made okay. The one issue I had more with, uh, and I asked Doug about this after the game. Again, I'll, I I don't. I'm not one of these guys that nitpicks on certain, you know, pick out certain plays and stuff like that. But the, again, this is one that I was wondering. Third and eleven, I think they're on their own twenty something. Yeah, he runs a three twenty three left, and he hands off to Wendell Smallwood for a draw. Now again, is Wendell Smallwood going to get your first down there? Yeah. Uh, no, I, that was a bad play call. I, I, yeah. I disagree. And, and it happens. I'm not going to kill yeah. Doug. I mean, but it, it was it was it was a questionable call. Yeah. Now third and eleven is a tough conversion, but still, it's that's third not, and that's not a play. Yeah, that's but like, play. but Doug's aggressive. You. I agree. 
I I think Throw the, the ball. most I think the most underrated thing that happened in the game, or I, I shouldn't say underrated, but an underrated thing that happened in the game was Jake Elliott missing that field goal yeah. at the end of the first half. That was what forty two yards, yeah. I believe. Makeable kick there. If if he makes that, um, the game could be different because when the Eagles had to go for that fourth and ten, uh, they could have kicked a fifty three yard field goal there. You worried about Elliott? It's two weeks in a row now, right? Where where. Um, so it's something to, something to monitor. wasn't great. Yeah, something to monitor. He's a clutch kicker. I mean, that's why he you, you can never give up on him, and he's done a lot for this team. But, like, the 30-yard field goals, 30-something-yard yeah. field goals have been a struggle for him. This is 42. Points matter. That's not, I mean, you need – in these kind of games, you you can't leave points on the board. And that's an example where they left points on the board. And you manage that game differently if, 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 you're, if, you, can, if you can make it an eight-point game. Things are a lot different. So what do you uh, real quick? What do you expect uh, for this week with Carson? Um, I, I'm, I think Doug will probably announce it tomorrow. Yeah, that's. I'm like, to me, this is positive news. This is something that you want out there. Our quarterback's back. It also changes the story for two days. You know, like people aren't talking about the loss anymore. Yeah, well, you know? the PR guy should be telling that. I wonder <laughs> yeah. if they are. Yeah, like like if if you announce it tomorrow, then all of a sudden the the story's people not going to People forget lost. the loss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I've gotten the first two games wrong. As as have you? I I have too, um, but I I think they. The I had him going one on one the start, but I I didn't have it. In, I had it going the opposite way. Same with me. Um, look, if if they lose next week at home to the Colts, you push that panic button. But right now, I wouldn't be worried about. The no, Eagles. they're and very good Carson's at home. It's a good time for, yeah. for Carson to play. They're a good team at home. They, I mean, I expect them to come back again. Like I do, I do agree with you. I don't. I'm not overly panicked about the defense. I'm, I'm a little concerned about the offense with the injuries and how it's affecting chemistry. But it's not that. the offense that well, they're going mean, to Peter says he uh, just real quick. Jason Peter says that he should be back next week. He said it was just a quad strain. <laughs> um, but again, you do worry about him at 36 yeah. and just the little nagging things going on. And Mike on. Wallace. Um, Mike Wallace was was visibly distraught afterwards. Yeah, ankle injury. Uh, on the sideline, had a towel over his head, so carted off the field. Carted off the field. I mean, you can walk off with a, with a sprain. Yeah, and he, apparently he was in a boot after the game. I I was in Doug. Peterson's I didn't see. I didn't see that either. See but yeah, but so, you but you would wear a boot for a, for a high ankle sprain too. So I'm, so we'll know, see. But, we'll see. But but it it doesn't look like in the short term they'll have them. They're gonna have to do something at wide receiver this week. You think so? You think they're gonna? I mean, well, uh, is Kamari Aiken and and DeAndre Carter the answer? No, I mean, I, I think a lot of this depends on when Alshon's getting back. Do you think Alshon's back? Well, he did individual work last week. Mm-hmm. He didn't do teamwork. No, no, and I, I guess they're they're waiting for clearance. I mean, I think with Alshon, there. he doesn't really need much to be ready. He's not a practice guy. He's a he's a game guy. If Alshon's not back, yeah, you can say they need to do something at receiver, but they'll need to find someone who's like a, who's a notable upgrade. It can't just be like a, a Marcus Wheaton for Kamar Aiken swap, and they and they don't have the roster spots to add an additional receiver. Right. So they got to cut out of Carter or, or Aiken. We don't know about Sproles. Jay, Jay Ajayi was saying afterwards, I got to get myself healthy. A back injury, that's something you got to watch out for, you know, because that can linger a back. Yeah, they're not healthy. Um, no. And they got to get healthy. They haven't been healthy all summer. No. All right, well, that's it here for uh, the Inquirer guys from uh, Raymond James Stadium. Eagles lose 27 to 20, fall to 1 1. But it's a little silver lining. Carson Wentz is probably coming back.